Hello my darlings, it's me, me. I hope you're all well. I hope you're all safe, happy and staying healthy. Welcome to 2022. Happy New Year. I know I'm a little bit late in starting this off, but I've kind of spent the first portion of January in a very like reflective period, thinking about the year ahead and ways that I want to progress, not just as a brand and as a businesswoman, but also like personal projects that can help me to evolve and transition. And with every new year, there is always so much pressure to completely reinvent ourselves into someone totally different. And to be honest, that whole like new year, new me stuff has never really resonated with who I am. It's not a bit of me. And we subliminally put these restrictions upon ourselves without even realising of like, I'm going to be however many stone by a certain amount of time or I'm not going to let stress affect me. I'm going to wake up two hours early every day. I'm going to do this, this and this. And then when those goals aren't achieved or when we start to slip, we instantly give up and then we feel like we're failing. So I'm not going to tell you to do any of that. I just literally want you to be here with me now. I'm going to remind you to unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders and just breathe. <laughs> just breathe. We are going to discuss the new year, but I want to talk about it from an astrological and numerological stance. So what can we expect to achieve? How can we hope to progress? Um, how we can use the planetary movements to manifest more significantly and push us forward but more than anything how can we go about just living life without physically emotionally and spiritually exhausting ourselves so to start one of my personal targets for this year is just to be more present and to ground myself into each moment and when we talk about grounding exercises they can be quite far-fetched and quite obscure. They can also be quite time-consuming. And it really doesn't have to be. Grounding exercises can literally take moments and they can change your entire outlook for the day ahead. So one little thing that I like to do each day, as soon as I open my eyes in the morning, I'm expressing gratitude for every new day wiggling your little toes and stretching your back or stretching your arms out and just recognize that life is so beautiful when it is at its most simple make sure that you're practicing mindful breathing finding ways to softly ease into your day and then in the evening you're gently melting back out of it think of things that make you smile and just be kind to yourself so to start, big six energy, what does that even mean and why is that the name of episode one? Well, 2022 in numerology breaks down to 222. 222 then breaks down to a six and that is what this year is, the universal vibrational energy of the number six. The number six represents balance, harmony, reciprocity and equality when we think of it as the karmic scales of justice or the realignment of equilibrium, it's about being prepared to meet in the middle or to find common ground. 
it's also highlighting the importance of the light and the equal importance of our shadows. A major focus for this year will surround domestic bliss or our home environment um, and it will also bring about a focus on work-life balance and doing more of what makes our souls happy. So asking ourselves prompts like where do I feel most peaceful, what makes me feel safe or how can I better preserve and protect my energy? What boundaries can I put in place to make sure I am respecting myself and my time? Important relationships will be in the spotlight this year as we basically prepare to look through platonic and romantic connections with a fine tooth comb. There will be less of this individualistic existing and more earth shattering passion. There will be more spontaneity and more movement from the heart centre. There will also be a collective push towards making miracles happen. Past wounds from old relationships may resurface because of this as we are encouraged to free up space to heal. Whenever I talk about healing, I sometimes use a euphemism surrounding an energetic spring clean. And what I mean by that is that we have to release and we have to free up space for new and fresh energy and opportunities to come in and fill it back up. There's a quote that I read once I really liked and it was that every angel must first encounter a demon. So that means that leaning into heartache and grievance and finding closure even when it's not readily available to you. We need to come to a stage where we are able to shake off stagnant energies that are stunting our growth and leave behind anything, anyone, any situation that does not make you feel like you are floating on cloud fucking nine. And even though that might sound very airy-fairy, like, your life literally can be like floating on cloud nine, as long as you're making the important changes to get to that point. And if you think that's unachievable, then I'm going to show you how we can change our outlook. Back to the number six... When we look at it from a metaphysical or astrological perspective, we look at the lover's card of the tarot, which is Gemini energy. And Gemini is ruled by the planet of Mercury, and Mercury is the ruler of communication. This means that we will uncover more clarity when it comes to understanding not just the needs of ourselves, but also those around us. It will enable us to tie up karmic loose ends because communications will be so much clearer and so much more direct. It will enable old doors to firmly close and for new ones to creak open. We did also start the year with Venus in retrograde and obviously Venus pushes us to focus on all things love, romance, beauty, luxury. So if you've noticed more attention or attraction more sentiment in connections and a drive towards more self-love and healing. Also, if you've noticed yourself making more indulgent or extravagant purchases, this may be why. This will be extra highlighted if you have Libra or Taurus placements as Venus is obviously the ruling planet of both signs. It's 
a good idea not to jump into romantic commitments or to make any major changes to your physical appearance until Venus goes direct on January the 29th. Moving back to Gemini, Gemini is an air sign which means there will be a very sharp intellect, wit and a higher level of collective consciousness for this entire year. Gemini is also a mutable sign which means that it is flexible, naturally very understanding and accepting of others. It's such a beneficial ruler to have for our year of balance, romance and harmonious unions. Communications in business surrounding career and finances will also be under a magnifying glass because there is no sign better suited for socialising and schmoozing and networking than the charismatic energy of the gorgeous Dominion. On the flip side, when we look at the potentially challenging aspects of the year ahead, we will likely be faced with surges of both impulsivity and indecision. And again, that is thanks to the heavy air element energy that will be present throughout. But as always, with any other year, as long as we learn to take the rough with the smooth, we can adapt and strengthen our resiliency to allow us to embrace growth and transformation. So in a nutshell, don't be afraid to push yourself out of your comfort zone because you might actually enjoy it and you'll definitely thank yourself for it later. Mercury goes retrograde on January 14th and this will be the first of four Mercury retrogrades for this year. The first three will take place in the air elements, Aquarius, Gemini and Libra season. And our final Mercury retro will ground in Capricorn season. So as always, we can expect miscommunications, tech issues, delays, past lovers or friends trying to return. But rather than looking at Mercury retrograde with that existential dread that you see plastered all over social media, I always try to look at it from a more positive perspective. So if you are experiencing delays, if you do experience tech issues, if something goes wrong with your phone or your computer or your TV, go outside, spend time in nature, spend time with people you love, go and do something that makes you happy. Think of it as the universe trying to slow you down. In the same breath, when we look at past lovers or past friendships returning, try not to look at it with instant red flags or instant dread and instead try and view it from this is something that's coming back around potentially for a second chance and if you don't want to give it a second chance that's totally fine but there could be some sort of closure or healing that was not available to you before that may now be there. Breathe through it, don't pay too much attention to any scaremongering and most importantly, just surrender to the idea of needing to know the final outcome all the time. Let whatever is meant to happen, just happen and I promise you will be okay. <laughs> we have our first full wolf moon of 2022 in Cancer on January the 17th and our focus will be pulled from money and goal-oriented Capricorn season into a more emotionally fueled reflection period. And as with any full moon, this will be a perfect period to purge and release 
with extra emphasis on empathy and also on enlightenment. You'll likely feel much more drawn to others and also having this higher perspective of being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes to gain a better understanding of those around you. The signs that will be most affected by this full moon will be Aries, Cancer and Sagittarius, whilst the least affected will be Aquarius, Gemini and Scorpio. We will then end Capricorn season and enter Aquarius season on January the 19th, but we will delve deeper into that nearer the time. So as we embark on the journey of this big six energy, let's hope to lead with more love, more compassion and more softness. Let's try not to be so fearful of opening our heart and letting other people in. Let's try to say yes to things more often, such as taking a trip or telling someone how you feel more openly and honestly. Eat some carbs, have some wine and just enjoy yourself. Do more of what makes you happy and less of what you think you need to do to make someone else happy. If you enjoyed this, then join me next time as I further discuss shadow work and looking into prompts for healing, mindfulness and strengthening of manifestation. We will also look at ways to cultivate more wealth, health and happiness in 2022. I'm sending you so much love. Take care. Mwah.